Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Well, Badger basketball season starts out with a bang, a 1-0 and so far, taking down St. Francis of Brooklyn, 81-58. to Jonathan Davis doing it all, Rowdy. Uh, you, didn't find a, you didn't find a stream or anything, did you? No, I tried every single resource that I had. Jeez. Came up nothing except for one link that let me through. And then it said, once I got through the link, <laughs> there is no stream for this game. Yeah, I couldn't find a stream either. It stunk. Instead, I had to settle for uh, scrolling through Twitter, uh, keeping up with it that way, the GameCast. And I did not tune into it on the radio, really. No, no. It was mostly just uh, Twitter. But uh, how about Chucky Hepburn? Point guard became the first true freshman to start a season opener since Devin Harris in 2001. Uh, Greg Gard was talking about it after the game, and so was Chucky Hepburn. Our, our sports director, Zach Halpern, has some quotes after the after the match. And let's see here. Chucky said, uh, I kind of said this summer, are you ready? And Chucky said, I'll be ready, coach. And so Chucky Hepburn went three for four from the floor the first 10 minutes of the game to help the Badgers build a double-digit lead. He had just one assist, a couple of turnovers, but showed off some of the intensity of on-ball defense that he had. So he's a highly touted recruit. And there we go, Rowdy. We got ourselves a, a little freshman getting there. This is going to be a young Badgers team. And I don't think I asked you this yesterday. Zach Halpern was on. I said, "What's you know? What do we expect from uh, the Badgers this season? What do you expect from the Badgers this season?" Yeah, Zach said, "Like kind of sneak into the NCAA tournament, be one of those bubble teams, and uh, squeeze in." What, what's your expectations for this young squad? Well, I know he also did make a comment about that uh, Badger shirt that sits in the producers' room that says <laughs> hashtag #Badgers to NIT. Yeah, I forgot about and that. And I never ever ever was on board with that Dude. so what are my expectations ncaa tournament ncaa tournament or bust yeah that badgers to nit we should you know what we should do we should take that shirt and either we should put it in a drawer somewhere so we don't have to look at it i don't want that bad juju out yeah but badgers get her done uh 22 of 23 years in a row or 22 of 23 years that they have won their season opener um if I, were you at were you at the game when they lost no. The season opener? I was trying to think of a – were you at a – what game were you at with Frank Kaminsky? Was that when he was That was on? Purdue. Oh, was that Purdue? That was when they won. Oh, yeah, because they came storming back. Uh, was it West – That was Brad Davison's true freshman year. Yeah. Was that Western Illinois they lost to uh, for a season opener, if I remember correctly? So uh, Nebraska loses last night to Western Illinois, and Zach had tweeted out the last Power 6 team to lose to Western Illinois in a season opener. Ended up going to the Sweet 16. So there you go. That's the uh, Wisconsin Badgers, Western Illinois, a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, so they're back in action where they got UW-Green Bay to the Kohl Center on uh, Friday. So we'll see the Phoenix, what they uh, bring to the court. I would hope that uh, the Badgers get a nice, comfortable victory. But what was the line for Wisconsin and uh, St. Francis last night, Rowdy? I saw anything from 22 to 24 and a half. So St. Francis gets a... Nice little backdoor cover. Yeah, St. Francis squeezes one in. So, wow. Uh, thankfully, we couldn't find it anywhere, so we didn't bet on it. But I don't even know what I would have betted. Would you have bet the Badgers no. to cover? No. Yeah. No. 
Yeah, no. Uh, so we'll talk some Bucky hoops today. It's football season, Ebo. Correct, Rowdy. We have all winter to lose on basketball. (laughs) And speaking of football season, I was getting right there. As Aaron Rodgers up uh, again on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. And I know a lot of people, especially our guy Terry, the king of the north yesterday, was very upset with Aaron Rodgers and how he was, uh, quote-unquote, lied to. And I know a lot of people share the same sentiment as some of our, our listeners that called in to be very adamant about how Rodgers lied to them. Well, Rodgers was on uh, the Pat McAfee show, and he acknowledged that he did mislead some people, and I love this, but stands by everything he said, Rowdy. Did you watch the Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show yesterday? I actually didn't. No? I kind of forgot that he goes on there on Tuesdays. Uh, let's see. I think at the when I was watching live, there was like almost 100,000 people watching. So Rodgers was definitely garnering. Did you hear any clips? Or I saw a couple comments. So I watched the whole thing. Aaron Rodgers was on there standing by everything that he had said and did take responsibility for, quote-unquote, misleading some people. But again, never apologized, nor should he have to. Did you think Aaron Rodgers ever had to apologize for anything he did or said, Rowdy? Nope, not once. Same. And if you thought and felt like you needed an apology from Aaron Aaron Rodgers, I would reevaluate how you look at uh, people in the media and sports and movies and reevaluate why you put those certain people up on pedestals, why you care so much. But, and then it came out, well, and we'll get to that more of that coming up, but Rowdy, then it came out, the Green Bay Packers were fined $300,000 for not following protocol for COVID-19, like making Rodgers wear a mask, uh, yada, 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 around the building. And then Alan Lazard and Aaron Rodgers both were fined $14,650 following an NFL investigation, and that uh, fine was because they went to a Halloween party. So there you go. (laughs) I like how Alan Lazard was like collateral damage in that. Yeah. Uh, Lazard, who was on the COVID-19 reserve list, never tested positive. Yeah, no one said anything about Alan Lazard missing, what was that, uh, the Thursday night game against the Arizona Cardinals? No one said boo about Alan Lazard that whole entire week or even most of last week. Until like I would say this weekend, yeah. when when you know Friday afternoon when he really got pulled back into it, but uh, had Aaron Rodgers not had this big, I guess you would say media storm that came up from uh, him testing positive, I don't think Alan Lazard gets any fines. No, I don't think anything happens. Wouldn't, wouldn't those fines already have been doled out? Yeah, I don't think anything happens. Like man, it, collateral it, damage for Lazard here. Yeah, Alan Lazard's like, what? Do, come on, man, what the hell? I did see a thing where it said for the average American that the uh, Aaron Rodgers fine yeah. was like thirty three bucks. Yeah, well, you should. Uh, what's Rodgers' net worth? Aaron Rodgers' net worth. Aaron Rodgers' net worth is one hundred and twenty million dollars, Rowdy, and he was fined fourteen thousand six hundred and fifty. <laughs> yeah, it was something like it was thirty three dollars and change for the normal uh, American. Well, he should be following the rules. I I can't believe that he went to a Halloween party with three or more people. Do you really care, Rowdy? Do you really care? Nope. Do you really care? What are you going to say? No, because I was going to say I'd love to see the the guest lists of that uh, party. No kidding. Well, I can't believe it. 
It's a Halloween party. You literally can go anywhere in the great state of Wisconsin outside of Dane County, and you don't have to worry about uh, – you can go to anywhere you want to go without a mask. And Aaron Rodgers at a Halloween party. I know it's in the NFL, the PA. They agreed to it, yada, yada, yada. But the fact that people are so mad and so upset over Aaron Rodgers about it is hilarious to me. So $14,650 following the NFL investigation. The team was fined for not enforcing protocols that Rodgers uh, wear a mask during press conferences with the media. And here's the thing. You could go look at the Buffalo Bills and watch Josh Allen on the podium. He's not wearing a mask. Are you sitting down? I'm about to shock you. He's unvaccinated. And then you go and look at Dak Prescott. Uh, Dak Prescott, when asked, said he he was not going to disclose the information. So Dak Prescott... If he's unvaccinated, I see him without a mask on in front of the podium. Shocking, I know. And you could go, what, Cole Beasley. There's another guy with the Buffalo Bills. You could go Lamar Jackson, Rowdy. Uh, He's up in the podium without a mask on. It's so funny that the hammer drops down uh, on the Packers and Rodgers. All because, what, the Pat McAfee show? Yeah, it's because Rodgers came out, said some stuff, and the NFL didn't like it and basically told him to get back in line. Yep. And uh, Rodgers, who, again, did not apologize, but said he takes responsibility if people felt misled. I love that. Stand by what you did, Rodgers. You never bend the knee, especially when you feel like you're in the right. Uh, the investigation was triggered, obviously, about Rodgers. And, yeah, it's it's hilarious. I can't wait for Rodgers to come back and then just start winning again. And all the people that chastised him, want to exile him, are all there wearing his jersey once again and celebrating him uh, and saying King Rodgers is back. Funniest thing ever is if they do go on to win the Super Bowl and you have like Goodell and some of the NFL PA and some of the NFL executives up there, you know, handing out the trophy and the awards. Yeah. And he just he just completely gives them the FU, takes the Super Bowl trophy and tells them to get F. That'd be oh, hilarious. That would be awesome. Oh my god. It would be that would I hope Rogers would retire and walk off in the oh, sunset. Oh, that's oh yeah, you'd have to. Just you take your uh, I hope you'd be the Super Bowl MVP. Winning the Super Bowl, obviously. I think from some of the stuff that he said over the last year plus and where their financial situation lies with the Packers and the Jordan Love thing, if he wins the Super Bowl, I would not be shocked at all if he just walks away. Yeah. Uh, no, I totally agree. It'd be awesome if he went guns blazing at the end, too. said, I'm your Huckleberry. Looks at Goodell in the face. Gives him the old dirty bird like Eli Manning did on the broadcast we were talking about yesterday. Walks off in the sunset. God, it'd be incredible. I've never wanted the Packers to win a Super Bowl more than this year, and that's saying a lot. Aaron Rodgers, um, a breath of fresh air in the media, in my humble opinion. And then Shailene Woodley yesterday, Rowdy. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't even realize he had an Instagram account, but I should have. Everyone's got an Instagram account. Shailene Woodley was out there going after guns blazing the uh, quote-unquote fake news. Because I don't know if you saw it. was like the Daily Mail <laughs> And some other publications uh, trying to chastise Rogers, saying that he was breaking quarantine and he was out getting coffee. Did you see this at all? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he, and it was pretty funny. Yeah, he was because uh, that's definitely not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so it's it's some guy that is maybe a poor man's version of Aaron Rodgers, if that. And there's these news publications out there that are chastising, exiling, coming after Aaron Rodgers to say that he's out there breaking quarantine, getting coffee, we got to cancel him, yada, yada, yada. And then Shailene Woodley's like, no, no, this is, I feel bad for whoever the guy was if they ever outed him, but whatever, he's collateral damage. Shailene Woodley is out there 
saying, no, you guys are idiots. This is literal fake I'd news. I'd still rather be this guy than Alan Lazard. <laughs> yeah, right? Alan Lazard got dinged almost 15 grand. This guy just had one picture put up of him. Yeah, and uh, something in his and car. And you don't even know who it is. I mean, he's wearing sunglasses, a beanie. Yeah, and Shailene Woodley's, Shailene Woodley was insinuating a lot of things about the guy uh, compared to Aaron Rodgers, but I loved it. I love the fact Shailene Woodley is out there. Someone's got to stand up to the people, right, Rowdy? Aaron Rodgers is out there standing up, giving the double birds to people. Shailene Woodley's out there standing up, giving the birds to a lot of these people. So it's got to be done. And I can't believe I'm saying this. Is Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley doing it? Would you ever have thought that Shailene Woodley would be the one to, to I guess she's a ride or die with her guy, Aaron Rodgers. Would it be Shailene Woodley, the person out there saying, you're fake news? Isn't that wild? We live in a strange time, don't we? We are. We live in a strange, strange time. I think you said before, what is it, from Stranger Things, the Upside Down? Yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. I only watched the first two seasons. Uh, yeah, I, I started fading hard on season three. Yeah, I, I, I watched like two episodes. And I'm the like, Upside Down know. World or whatever. Yeah, Upside Down World. Yeah, we're definitely in it. Yeah, Bizarro World, Upside Down World. Also, uh, if you follow along with a lot of these, like Shaylee Woodley's out there saying, you guys are lying. Aaron Rodgers out there saying, you guys are lying. Here's my my new motto if you want to just turn your brain off and go along with the uh, the narrative that doesn't make any sense. It makes sense if you don't think about it. And Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley said, you know what, I'm going to think about it, and I'm going to call it out when I see it. Shailene Woodley, hilarious. You know, Rodgers talks about the woke mob, the quote-unquote woke mob. I love how he says that, and then a lot of the people – that I would consider to be in the mob, say there is no mob. Yeah, but they're they're clearly in it. <laughs> and, I mean, if there isn't one, why are they all of a sudden trying to dox him while yeah. I guess he's out and about yeah. breaking curfew? Exactly. If there wasn't and one. And they're coming after Shailene Woodley now yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Shailene Woodley, the woke mob's bell tolled for thee yesterday. They were out in full force trying to get after you, all because you pointed out that a couple news publications were literally doing Fake news. Trying to cancel Aaron Rodgers when it wasn't even Aaron Rodgers. What a time to be alive, Rowdy. And we haven't even scratched the surface yet about a new addition potentially for the soap opera that is the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to save it. But there is a certain individual who is out there, cleared waivers, and wants to come, if you believe the reports, to the Green Bay Packers. Are you surprised that he cleared waivers? A little bit. I wasn't. Like a, a part of, I'd say 90% of me wasn't, but 10% like. like who wanted to pay Odo Beckham Jr. $7.5 million? Yeah, that's a good point. So it's a soap opera. And we say this every year about the uh, Green Bay Packers. It is always a soap opera up in Town. The villain this year, believe it or not. Is that better than a comedy? Well, there's comedic moments well, in a soap it's opera. An, it's an Illinois-based comedy. There's comedic moments in a soap opera, isn't there? Yeah, but what's your favorite comedy on TV? Oh, the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Oh, th- thank you, RJ. I'm a little slow today. Yeah. I'm, coffee I'm, hasn't coffee hasn't you know <laughs> taken its grip yet. But yeah, no, my favorite comedy on uh, TV every Sunday it airs. It's called the Chicago Bears. That's hilarious. But the soap opera is as the wheel of cheese turns. That's the Green Bay Packers. The believe it or not, the villain for the longest time was a guy named Mike McCarthy. That was the. Uh, someone call him an anti-hero. Someone just call him a villain. Someone call him just a misunderstood soul. But Mike McCarthy, <laughs> Mike McCarthy, Rowdy, and RJ was the villain for the soap opera for a long time. Now the villain in the crosshairs 
of the viewers of the, as the wheel of cheese turns is a guy named Aaron Rodgers, believe it or not. The guy that could do no wrong, walked on water, people rolled the red carpet out for him. Now Aaron Rodgers is uh, in the crosshairs, as Rodgers suggests, the woke mob. And I, I don't disagree with him. But now, could we be adding another character midway through the season to really spark up more drama, bigger soap opera? Odell Beckham Jr. has cleared waivers, and he is now out there. And boys... From reports yesterday to what I'm reading here on CBSSports.com, the number one landing spot would be the Green Bay Packers. So when we were talking about this, what, a couple weeks ago, right before the trade deadline, and a lot of people were like, hey, Odell Beckham Jr., go get him, go get him. There was a lot of chatter out there, whether it was Twitter (laughs) or people calling in or Twitch or whatever. There was a lot of... Let's go get Odell Beckham Jr. And you asked me, and no. before you could even get it out, I said, no, absolutely not. Hey, go, Rowdy, do, would you want Odell Beckham Jr. on the pet? Nope. Well, if you were trading for him, obviously you'd have to give something up, and then you have to take on the contract. Yep. If you claimed him off of waivers, you still were on the hook for, was it $7.5 million that you had to pay him? Obviously, have. the Green Bay Packers really didn't have that amount of money to fit that into their, I guess you would say, uh, salary cap at mm-hmm. the time. They'd have to make some moves. Well, hell, Rodgers even talked about it on the show. Yeah, the and they show. would have had to have given away either players or draft picks. But now that he's cleared waivers and you can basically sign him to a vet minimum in theory. Now, granted, I guess there's supposedly some some other suitors out there that have some deals, but if the, yeah, the yeah. Green Bay Packers are close, he would probably select them since he's number one on their list. I wouldn't be against what? giving him what? some low-level veteran Vet type, minimum, yeah, contract. Just because on paper, with him, Devonte Adams, and some of the other weapons they have, Oof. it could be nice. And if you're if you're not attached to him for very much, it's pretty easy to say if he uh, lightens up one hair, he's gone. Yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. wants to be on a title contender. If you believe the reports out there from earlier this week or last week that uh, or last week it was when his dad was releasing videos of Baker Mayfield missing him and Odell was out there, you know, just being a malcontent that he said, if he went to a team like the lions or a team that's not in the playoff hunt, that he would be a distraction in the locker room. <laughs> he would, or you know, he would be there to cause a headache, but Odell they're saying right here, uh, the top 10 list. And we'll just go through them quick. I see the phone lines blowing up one second. Uh, number 10, the Colts. Colts on the list for Colts got to control their own destiny here. I know that the Tennessee Titans have played really well, but uh, without Derrick Henry, that we'll see what happens moving forward. And that's that's another one. You already have a run game there. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you look at. They haven't given all, up on Derrick Henry yet. No. I mean, he'll be back. Because he did week, successful surgery. Yeah. They said possibly late week 16 or 17 yeah. or the playoffs. But, but, I mean, you look at it, uh, the Colts. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's doing amazing stuff. He's a monster. Who would have thought that? Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman Jr., uh, Naheem Hines. Like, the team, if they added uh, Beckham. Yeah. I mean, that's a team team to look out for. No, they say Beckham doesn't necessarily feel like a culture fit with a three and five Colts. Who does he feel like a culture fit with? (laughs) That's a great question. All right, number nine is the Cowboys. And we talked about this yesterday off. I don't think they need him. That doesn't make any sense. They have receivers already. But the Cowboys, that makes no sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, makes no sense. No. So no to the Cowboys. The Ravens are number eight. Uh, number one wide receiver production from Hollywood Brown. Uh, Rashad see. Bateman is finally healthy and starting but to come up. They got Why Sammy Watkins. Why would you want to go somewhere where they have a running back playing quarterback? <laughs> the 49ers are number seven. I, I mean, their receiver group's fine, too. Well, he would be, I bet you he'd get really pissed off at Jimmy Garoppolo because he wouldn't get him yeah, the ball. but, I mean. And he, Trey Lance hasn't fared any better. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Chiefs are at six. Now, they, everyone wants to glam on the Chiefs because they have the star power there, but they're a different team this year than they were the past couple years. Yeah, they need offensive linemen. They yeah. don't need receivers. And number five is the Raiders. The Raiders are in a huge mess right now with uh, Ruggs and, you know, what he did. And then who's the guy that just released their cornerback they took last year? Yeah. He was flashing. Arnett. Yeah, he was Arnett. flashing a gun around saying he was going to kill people. So they. Yes. Did you yeah. see that he crashed? He was he crashed. He also was in a car accident. Yeah, he cra- I think I read he, was, he crashed four rental cars in a, a uh, the span of a month. Oh, sounds I, expensive. I thought I thought it was just one. But no, I read four, four. rental cars in okay. the span of a month. The Raiders need was some it help. the same company? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, it's probably different ones. I'll give you the. T- I'll Hertz, give you the Avis Enterprise. Yeah, they'll pick you up. Um, tell say you're really gonna let this. I don't know. Well, the there part. was another time when people were there's so the, few. The first one he apologized to, and he's like, "I'm sorry." They're like, "Okay, here's another car." Well, he it, got he got one twice. If you remember <laughs> over the summer, there was so many rental cars that were bought up or rented out yep. that people were renting U-Hauls to drive around. That's true. So maybe one of was a U-Haul. All right, so Odell Beckham Jr. We were just going through the short list of the top ten teams that wanted to land him. We talked about the Colts, the Cowboys, which makes no sense, the Ravens, the Niners, the Chiefs, and then the Raiders. The Raiders have so much drama, though. I don't know if so. Man, the, that's a tough, tough go. With, with uh, the Raiders what this has year. happened to their receiving core, it makes sense. But yeah, the Raiders though are that's a mess. Uh, number four goes to the New England Patriots. We've seen Bill Belichick take flyers on some players before that are a little nefarious. Hey, New England's still right in there in that AFC East, mm-hmm. especially with Buffalo losing at to the Jags and being at five and three. What is I believe New England's five and four. I mean, they're right in the they're thick right of things. There. And what what have they complained about when Tom Brady was there that he didn't really have weapons towards the end of his career? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I get it. He broke the rules. 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 He broke the rules. Yeah, I get it. Uh, let's see here, number three on the list, and this is a team that has been linked to Odell Beckham Jr. The Seattle Seahawks, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, they're pretty good, right? Uh, could Russell Wilson say, okay, give me some more weapons. I'll take Odell Beckham Jr., the Seattle Seahawks, number three. Here's the thing. When Russell Wilson's in there, he really just throws to Tyler Lockett. And, and DK. <laughs> Believe me. So for, Rowdy, for reasons I won't bring up. Oh, fantasy football. <laughs> Rowdy, Seattle Seahawks, does that make sense for Odell Beckham Jr.? I could see it would be like their last breath. The here. last hurrah. Yeah, I mean, they're sitting there at the bottom of the uh, one last breath NFC West, and they're getting back Russ. I mean, I could see it, but I feel like that's not as likely. Number two, the New Orleans Saints. Who's Trevor Simeon? And um, I get it because Michael Thomas is down and most likely not coming back. Yeah. Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill. Well, Trevor Simeon will throw the ball. Taysom Hill will just run up the gut for like a yard. And then number one. He had three points last week. <laughs> number one, the Green Bay Packers. We'll talk Packers 
and Odell. Uh, Rowdy, you said you said yes to Odell. Yeah. I said yes to so, Odell. Okay, this was the thing. You asked, I think it was This was before the trade right deadline. Before the trade deadline, you said before you could even finish saying Odell Beckham Jr. said absolutely not. You're correct. Because one, I'm not trading anything to acquire that guy because of all the baggage. Because he was a phenomenal receiver his first three years, and he's had about eh. Five good ones. Odell Beckham Jr. has been in the league now for like eight years. He was phenomenal the first three. He's had maybe two good seasons since. And it's been a minute. It's been a minute, but also you look at Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's been oft injured. He gets into it with his quarterback. So that's why I'm not giving up anything to go get him. He hasn't really been in the best places. Well, then after that, he was in the waiver period where if you did claim him, as a, a waiver, you still were on the hook to pay that seven and a half million dollars. Obviously, that wouldn't have fit into the Green Bay Packers budget. They would have had to have uh, moved some things around, made some roster moves. That didn't make sense. Yeah. But now that he's cleared waivers and technically, in theory, you can sign him to a veteran league minimum. Bring him in. Bring him in. And if he is a problem. Or if he does any little thing, he's a problem you can child. cut his ass in one second and it won't cost you really anything. Yeah, and he's done. D-U-N. So, and on paper, if you bring him in with him and Adams, obviously you still have Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon starting to run the MBS, football well. Lazard. You're getting the uh, offensive line. It sounds like Bakhtiari might be back this week. No, oh, yeah. I, on paper, him and Adams running routes and playing off each other looks really good, especially in a year in which Tunyon goes down with a knee injury. Alan Lazard has missed time. Devontae Adam has missed time. On paper, it looks good, especially to bring him in on a super cheap deal. Now, I'm not paying him $5 million to come in here. I don't know if I'd give him more than maybe a a million or so. But uh, for cheap... I'm willing to do the experiment. Life is back on sports bettors and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code THEZONE125. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Five words. Five words. You just made the list! You just made the list. Big 10 Plus made the D-bag of the week list for us as I got a rowdy over here tried mightily to find a wink-wink illegal stream. You found one, Rowdy, right? But it turned out it was a stream. Kind of. It was a stream that just... Went to a stream that said this game is not like eligible to air or something? Was no, it was basically I went through the link box, came to normally where you'd get a video, and it just said this game doesn't have any available streams. So a stream was there to tell you that it doesn't have any available streams. Mm. Big 10 Plus. I pulled out all the stops, too. Big 10 Plus. And Ben Kenny over here just messaged us that you can get Big 10 Plus if you live on campus. That's <laughs> stupid. That's why we have this man right here, the fountain of Wisconsin sports knowledge, our sports director, Zach Halperin, who was there in person covering the game. Good morning, Zach. Morning, guys. So you have Big Ten Plus, too, eh? Yeah, that's actually how I covered the game last night. I wasn't able to make it down there, so yeah, that's, uh, that is how I made it down. Well, hey, yeah. guys, Zachy. Whoa. Yeah. So, Zach, um, wow, I didn't realize we were in royalty of someone that has Big Ten Plus. Wow, wow, mm. we were. So, Zach, Rowdy and I were left uh, trying to watch a game cast. 
And CBS Sports. What CBS they? Sports didn't even have any update or any score until halftime. And then uh, would you settle on ESPN trying to do the game? Yeah, and that one, the box score for Wisconsin wasn't even available. So, it was, it was, so we were trying to follow along Twitter. So it was I can't a tough wait till Friday. Kind of, kind of feel like you guys should be uh, texting me and asking me because I could have given you multiple places to get. Uh, oh, really? Where you, where you could have where oh. you could have watched the stats. Give you some live stats, the links. I was to the all live over stats. everywhere. I was all over every website trying to find this and Twitter, everything. It's well, there's well, there's a private thing that uh, oh. the media gets that oh. yeah. So oh. you, you mean that you guys not using that hookup? Kind of disappointing. On, well, uh, Rowdy and I, me, Rowdy right. and I don't view ourselves as the typical Wisconsin sports media, if you will, Zach. Uh, I, I don't either. It's all good. <laughs> so, Zach, I'm glad that you were able to cover the game, so you can fill us in a little bit. Obviously, reading box scores and following on Twitter. Uh, let's start right away. Since 2001, a uh, first time uh, since Devin Devin Harris, Chucky Hepburn gets to start at point guard. Uh, you know, first time since 2001. Every 20 years, we get a new freshman at point yeah. guard. Uh, speak yeah. on Chucky Hepburn. What's the What's the ceiling like on this guy? Yeah, so there was uh, the ceiling is obviously huge, but it was kind of funny. Greg Gard, like I think it was pretty much everyone thought that Chuck Hemmering was going to start to open the season because they just didn't have another point guard, uh, and because he's really good. But Greg Gard was asked like when he knew, and he said when he stepped on campus, and I asked him if he was ready. He said he was. So he's known since uh, June that this was going to be the guy, and you know he's. He, he didn't. He, I think uh, didn't didn't necessarily. Uh, he says he's a pass first point guard, but he is. Uh, he's a really really uh, advanced player for where for his age. I mean, he's he didn't look overwhelmed whatsoever. And I know it's St. Francis, Brooklyn, and there was not exactly a full house there. But he didn't. It, it felt like just another game for him. And I'm sure there's going to be some growing paint at some point. But he showed exactly kind of what I think everyone was really excited about him, especially the coaching staff. I mean, he's not just an offensive guy. He may be one of the better on-ball freshman defenders I've ever seen Ooh. and uh, plays with a ton of intensity. I, I, I mean, it, it was a really good debut for him. He's going to do even more, you know, throughout his career. But, yeah, for the first – for the point guard to be the first one. That? True freshman since Devin Harris. That's uh, very impressive. Yeah, I mean, should we, can we get our hopes up about, you know – the comparison of, I mean, is it a fair comparison of Devin Harris or just like, hey, he's the first two freshmen to start since Devin Harris? Is it a, is yeah, it a fair not, comparison? They're not the same player whatsoever. Okay. Uh, yeah, De- Devin Harris, I think Devin Harris, a little more quickness, a little more speed, not nearly as much strength. Like, Chucky's built already, and, and Devin was never. I mean, he, yeah, you know, when you looked at Devin Harris, he never thought he was in the weight room too much. Yeah, earlier in his career, like, you know, he could be assigned to a, a guy defensively and, and he could hold his own, but um, it was never something he was counted on. He was an offensive guy. Like, that that was kind of who he was. Chucky's kind of all around, and I don't think – he may lead them in scoring at some point, but I, I probably will. But I just think it's going to be, uh, you know, he's just an all-around guy. Gives them a okay. little bit of everything. Uh, speaking of giving everything, um, you know, I'm reading your last word here at MadCitySportsZone.com, the player of the game you tapped, Jonathan Davis. Speak on Jonathan Davis and uh, the first game of this uh, early season. Yeah, so he didn't – like, it wasn't like he dominated by any stretch, but he, as I said about Chuck, he did a little bit of everything. He had five assists, no turnovers, which apparently was like a huge focus for them in the offseason because towards the end of last year he was kind of a turnover yeah. not a turnover machine by any stretch, but he was, he was certainly turning it over more than they wanted. He was kind of forcing the issue sometimes in drives, and that was kind of their focus, and he didn't have any yesterday. Uh, you know, he had a couple of steals, was, was good defensively, and then offensively 
didn't shoot it great. He was six for 15, but he finished his last, I mean, he hit three of his last six shots, and three, two of them were three-pointers. He had his own personal 9-0 run there, I don't know, about like 12, 13 minutes left in the second half that kind of, well, the game was over, obviously, at halftime, but um, he, he extended <laughs> the lead. He was, he was really good. Uh, I think he's still got, I don't know exactly if he's ever going to be a, a great shooter, but if he's able to at least force them to think that he can hit that, those three-pointers, he's going to be very, very difficult to guard because he can go right by you and, and get inside almost at will, and that's certainly going to be the case if, if you're going to have to step out and guard him. Zach Halpern, a sports director, joining us right now. Now, I know it's St. Francis of Brooklyn, okay, and I saw, you know, just from reading your incredible work, Zach, the stat of the game was nine. That's how many players saw at least 15 minutes of action, and guard said earlier in the week that a number of guys will be a part of the rotation, and it remains unsettled. Uh, you know, at the end of that bench, are these guys that we're going to, like, if nine guys are in the rotation, like at the end of there, of those players, are they going to be able to, you know, cut their teeth in the Big Ten or, uh, you know, stand up to the challenge of the Big Ten? Like, what's the rotation looking like? Yeah, you know, Wisconsin rarely goes past eight. And so, but, uh, you know, Greg, Greg, I mean, obviously the, what I, you know, nine guys played at least 15 minutes, but I think he's got some other guys, you know, in mind, whether it's, you know, um, Gilmore or, you know, maybe uh, Marcus Ilver. I don't know if those guys are ever going to be truly parts of the rotation, but he at least mentioned them. He said he's got 10 to 11 guys that he can play, and I guess that's the case. He did last night. Um, I, I kind of think it's going to be ended up be like a nine-man rotation and get these guys as much experience as possible because right now that's what they need. They need to be able to play together. They need to be able to be on the court and spend time together, and, and it'll uh, certainly help their development. That's the only way that they can. He, 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 like the, he thinks the way you develop is to play, and right now these guys need to play, and I think that's what we're going to see through the early part of this non-conference season, especially yeah. against teams like St. Francis, Brooklyn, and uh, Green Bay on Friday. Yeah, and on Big Ten Plus again. Rowdy and I are can't wait. Can't <laughs> unbelievable, dude. I guess we're gonna go uh, hang out at Ben's house, uh, where he gets yep. uh, Big Ten Network for free on campus. Uh, freshman guard Lauren Bowman. Uh, obviously, some family issues last year cut a season short too with the pandemic. What was he looking like? He showed some things. I mean, he, he's a point guard, but it feels like he's the opposite of Chucky. Like he's looking for a shot right away. Um, and it'll develop. I don't think I, I actually end up. I actually think they're going to end up playing a bunch together throughout their careers. I think they just they can play off each other pretty well when given the opportunity. We didn't see that last night, uh, but I think eventually in his career they're going to be they'll, they'll be on the, on the court together a bunch. He's he's just so he is quick. Feels like he's got a good like he knows ways to get inside. Um, and he actually you know when he's he hit a, he hit a three pointer that looked. Uh, Quite nice. Like if they're going to be able to hit these top these uh, these uh, three pointers off the top screen, um, they, obviously that's what you that yeah. you, you would love. That um, Lauren again, Lauren and Chucky, so young, and for Lauren that was his first game, actual game, like meaningful game since March of 2020 when the pandemic ended his senior season. So oh. yeah, it was um, his high, yeah, it was, his it was, high school senior it was one season. game. Yeah. Yeah, it was one game, and it was, but it was exciting to see all these new faces. I think I think that's probably where a lot of people are. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, after watching those guys that you watched last year, and you had watched them for so long, yeah. it kind of got difficult to watch at times. Last night was actually kind of interesting because with just so many new faces, and the crowd was pretty sparse eh, at the Kohl Center. Looked that way. Yeah, uh, Zach. Now I was chuckling at this. I was trying to look at upsets 
in college basketball. It was only Tony mm. Bennett's Virginia losing the Navy the first time since 1986 that they had uh, lost or that Navy had beat a ranked opponent. But I saw this. I had to chuckle. Western Illinois beat Nebraska in Lincoln? Western Illinois beat Nebraska. Late three-pointer got them, got them the win. There's a video in the stands of that three-pointer, and it must have been shot by a Nebraska fan because you can hear people groaning afterwards. And at the end of it, a guy's like, <laughs> "It gets." Uh, it's not bleeped out, but he said F&A uh, <laughs> at the end of it. It was, it, it was comical. But you know what? This actually could vote quite well for Nebraska because the last team, the last power six team to lose to Western Illinois in their season opener went on to go to the Sweet 16. And uh, You say Nebraska's going to go to the Sweet 16? That team was Wisconsin. Wisconsin yeah. lost Western Illinois to open the 2015-16 season. I remember that. That was shocking, alarming. The but day that they, yeah, the day that they raised the banner from the previous Final Four. That's uh, what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Nice. Uh, so yeah, UW Green Bay on the way, and then after that, I think it's what Providence on uh, Monday. We, Rowdy and I can be able to watch that one because that's going to be on uh, Big Ten Network, I think. But Zach, yep. before I let you go. And you know, love everything you got, Wisconsin. I got to talk some Packers with you, Odell Beckham Jr. Do you think he is uh, going to be a Packer coming up here? I feel like we are uh, the definition of insane. Like uh, you continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Mm-hmm. Like it, we do this every time, right? Like every time a big time player says that uh, reportedly wants to come Green Bay, where does he end up? Not Green Bay. <laughs> Not Green so Bay. until it. Like, until it happens, do you guys think it would be a good idea? Yes. I'm willing yeah, to take I, a shot at a vet minimum or some really cheap deal. Yeah, like, I, I don't think, like, this is a drama-filled team already. Like, I don't know if OBJ is going to add a ton of drama to this. And he's got, I mean, if he comes in, he's got, Green Bay's obviously not going to give him a huge deal. And he's going to be a free agent at the end, you know, he'll be a free, he's a free agent right now, but I think he'll be a free agent, you know, assuming he signs a one-year deal, he's got maybe a prove-it deal and, he uh, shows up and, and dominates and, and goes and hits the, the market hard next year. I I don't know who's going to give him a big deal right now. I don't think anybody is. There's not a ton of money out there. But I don't know. I, why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. When, when he's a talent, a talent like that, yeah, why not? Oh, Zach, we do have a question on Twitch from our guy B-Rail up in Eau Claire. He says, can you ask Zach if Crowell and Carlson for Badger basketball have become stronger so they can bang in the post in the Big Ten? We kind of talked about that yesterday, right, like with uh, with Crowell. Like, yeah. He was fine yesterday. Uh, you know, Stephen Boyd, I think, is going to is going to play a big role when they when they face some of the bigger guys in the Big Ten. Crowell has gotten stronger. There's no doubt about it. I think he still needs to get. More, <laughs> I think he still needs to add a little bit more to it. Like he's not he's not uh, necessarily going to be able to, to hold up. I don't think. And who can really against the Kofi Coburns and Trace Jackson Davis and uh, Hunter Dickinson? Like nobody's really stopping those guys. Uh, but at least put up a little bit better fight than than they did at times last year. Yeah, it's getting mowed over. Unbelievable, dude. Yes. Well, Zach, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. And uh, if you do want to give Rowdy and I, you know, your password and login information, we would uh, definitely take you up on that Big Ten Plus. Just a uh, just a FYI. Sure. Yeah. No doubt. It's uh, Q A. Yeah. Oh, I see where you're going with that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you, guys, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. I All do. Right, yes, cool. I do. I'm a smart individual. Yeah. Zach, we love you, brother. All right. See you later. See you. See you. Uh, looking at the Twitter poll right now about Odell Beckham Jr., Rowdy. It's simple. Odell Beckham Jr. to the Packers? Yes or no? 57% of the vote say yes currently. Very divided, though. 
The cons of Odell Beckham Jr. to the Packers. The cons. I guess you would say it would add to a sideshow, the soap opera that's going on. But my question, and think about this before we get Jocko on, is there actually a sideshow happening in Green Bay? Is there actually a soap opera going down in Titletown? Or is it what a bunch of big J's, the journalists, and a lot of these people online that have nothing better to do with their lives pushing the narrative of? Is there actually a sideshow going on, or is it smoke and mirrors online and at the water cooler by people that have no idea and just want to be mad to be mad? Because before Rodgers was tested positive for COVID-19, the entire team knew his status. The NFL knew his status. And Rodgers took the team to a 7-1 and record, and everyone seemed to be flying high, hunky-dory, and vibing. Well, I would say we've talked about since 2018 where he had that really bad Aaron Rodgers season. And when I say really bad, he was like a top 12 quarterback. He wasn't like a top five quarterback like he had been from 2010 to 2017. Mm -hmm. I think we all know that. Then he came back in 2019 with a solid season, looked like a different quarterback, was much better. And then obviously last year was the MVP, was the best quarterback in the league. And outside of that first game, playing really efficiently and playing well yet again this season. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of like in between the MVP and that 2019 season, probably where he still finishes as like a top five quarterback. Well, I think a lot of those people that are very upset with Aaron Rodgers that believe they've been lied to in in all this, or he should be arrested or cut or fined. Hilarious. Some of those people were probably the same people that said they wanted to trade him pre 2008 or post 2018. Yeah. Or leading up like we've had people talk about how they should have traded him straight up for the number one overall pick aka Joe Burrow uh-huh. we said that we've heard people say that they should have traded him to Denver for <laughs> insert the amount of picks or they Correct. actually should have tried to pull the trigger and send him to San Francisco we heard that Constantly. man by yes, a lot of people especially just post 2018 mm-hmm. the only thing that I'm gathering from everyone being so upset with Aaron Rodgers Nobody was upset when Devontae Adams had to miss a game. Devontae Adams, by all accounts, is the best receiver in the game, correct? Correct. Or or if you're going to really argue it, you can't argue him any lower than top three. Yeah, I mean, he's the best. Nobody has nobody was upset when Al Lazard missed a game. No. Al Lazard is like a third receiver at best in the NFL. And no one was upset when Joe Barry missed it. Yeah, no one was upset when the defensive coordinator missed a game. No one said that they let their team down. No one said anything like that. No. All this proves to me is that Aaron Rodgers is even more valuable then. Because if he misses a game, you lose the game. Yeah, Rodgers would have won that doesn't game. That, doesn't that tell you that uh, you should do anything you can to keep this guy around? If he is that valuable to where no one cared when Devontae Adams missed, they still won the effing game. Yep. Because he was still there. Yeah. They're 7-0 and without Devontae. Actually, well, seven, seven and, one. and one. But you get what I'm saying. This just shows no, that. No, he played against the Chiefs. No, yeah, he they lost in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. No, but what I'm saying is this just shows how much more valuable Aaron Rodgers is. But the people that are probably realizing that he is this valuable are the ones that still want him canceled, are the ones that still want him cut. 
but at the same time, they want them to play. And they want you no to sense. think there's drama in Green Bay when the entire time the team knew everything, as did the NFL. And they all talked about how great this team was this year, how awesome it was in the locker room, how close-knit they are, and how they got to 7-1. and one. There's not drama happening in Titletown. That's what the losers online want you to think. It ain't happening. Uh, Benjamin. Ben. Benjamin. Sorry, I was I was going to get to you. I got talking to Terry. What's up? As a Philadelphia Eagles fan, how do you feel about Odell Beckham Jr.? Yeah. Yeah? He was, he, he was pretty darn good five years ago. <laughs> and then he went to Cleveland, and since then, he has been completely irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. See, like, this is how I look at it. His first three years in the league, phenomenal. I would say you could easily argue top five receiver in the well, NFL. He's breaking all kinds of records. His first top three five. years. Yes. Top five, hands down. Just don't 100%. get him on a yacht. But since then. Don't let him play after getting on a yacht. Correct. Since then. So that was 14, 15, 16, if I remember correctly. So we've had 17, 18, 19, 20, and now we're in. That's, that's almost five years later. He's had maybe two decent seasons. Injuries have played a part. He definitely does not have the same burst he had in his early years in New York. Baker Mayfield being his quarterback definitely plays a part. They don't have the connection. I still think he can contribute. And if you put him with a Aaron Rodgers type quarterback, that's what I'm saying. hundred percent. You mean the goat on paper? He's the two. He's the two. He's definitely the two. On the Packers, yes. If he comes to the Packers, there needs to be a long discussion about his attitude coming to the team and him understanding. Well, what there, he needs to do, Ben. Basically, there are times he's not going to get the ball. And if he doesn't get the ball, his dad can't go make YouTube videos also, showing every time also, he didn't get the ball. Also, when the Giants lost to the Packers at Lambeau, he needs to bring in spackling and a putty knife and fix the hole in the drywall that he punched. Well, what happens? <laughs> what happens is you have to... I didn't know about that. What? Huh? I saw your tweet. I thought it was a random picture. No. He punched a hole in the beloved title town, Lambo. He needs to bring spackling and a putty knife, and he needs to fix that. Wow. Thing. Or a taping knife, excuse me. You know the Giants are the worst franchise in the NFL since that Taping knife, picture? excuse me. Now, the woke mob won't know what I'm talking about because they don't know how to work a day in their lives, but that's how you fix a drywall hole. Huh. You're welcome, Dude, honestly, they bring them in for, for a chat. It's like a dark office. Goody sitting there. Now, is there a light just above Odell? Like, yeah, no, right? I don't think Goody should be there. No, well, he's a GM, so he's gonna have to be. But he brings him in, and he he, he brings him in with authority. Obviously, he's got his he's got his hands up around like his collar, and he sits him in that chair Wait, with what, authority. What the hell are we doing here? What do you mean? This is more of an interrogation. But anyway, I know yeah, I, he I sits was not going chair, down this very, path when I said discussion very physically and says, you know what? You're going to sit there. You're going to shut the hell up. He didn't say waterboarding, did he? And you're going to play football. <laughs> and if you lighten up one hair, Ben, your ass is done. That's how you go about this. Uh, no, I feel I, like he wouldn't sign with the Packers. Though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then. I think that's a horrible <laughs> idea. Then he's it. not cut out for this team. <laughs> extreme vetting There's an extreme Gosh. vetting process. I've actually simulated... What's that form of torture that's been banned? Waterboarding. No, where you drop the droplet of water on the person's forehead and it like never stops. I don't know, but it sounds cool. That's it's we, not cool. We, uh... Oh, I've heard this like a hundred times. <laughs> well, Ben hasn't. I'll make it quick. We actually simulated uh, getting waterboarded with my friend group like in 2006. 
seven, eight. They haven't been the same since. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. Well, we did it. Yeah. It was not the greatest. Uh, naturally. But I survived. I actually I know. I was waterboarded. I actually know Will, willingly, probably willingly. some of these people that he's talking about. What are you, what are you shaking your head for? I, I survived it willingly. I willingly was asking me about Odell, and you're talking about actually waterboarding someone. Yeah, no, I know. I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I know some of the people that were in well, on this. Some of the with ones it. you know did not did not pass the waterboard test. I, I, was, did, I did. I was gonna say. I mean, a lot of <laughs> them like, what's happening weren't working with a ton of brain cells to start with, and now I'm, I'm sure they're probably a little lower. Listen, it wasn't that bad. It was just simulated drowning. <laughs> All right, so Ben, cool. do, you, do you have any bad memories of Odell taking down uh, the Eagles? Like, nah. do you have any specific ones? Nah. I think you should come to the Packers. During that era, pretty much every year, the series was split in my memory. Plus, that's like that was Eli. E- Eli was the most perpetually average, overrated quarterback of all time who had two lucky playoff Yeah, runs. but he might find his way into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, whatever. And the FCC is investigating him. But, yes, it's it's now narrowed down to the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Saints. Yeah, oh, yeah, you sent me that tweet, didn't you? Uh, ben, no, I did. Oh, yeah, what, what are the teams again? Chiefs, Chiefs, Packers, Saints? The Packers and the Saints. The Saints part is funny because he wants to leave Baker Mayfield and he wants a quarterback and he wants to go play with Trevor Simeon. Which hey, is- don't discount Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's not a quarterback. No, he's a guy that runs up the middle for one yard. Never been a quarterback. Except for when he came into uh, Camp Randall in well, actually, Wisconsin. Actually, you, to, you need to ask Packer fans. Uh, Cheeseheads, excuse me. Oh, where? Cheeseheads can't get over the fact that Taysom Hill is no longer on the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, he's a great special teams player. He's great. If you want one yard up the gut. No, I want him on my team. Taysom Hill? God, he's not my quarterback. You want Taysom Hill on your team. But anyway, yes, I would... I would definitely be open to the Packers bringing Odell in. I think it can only be positive. The worst case is he ends up sucking, and then you cut him. Yeah, because exactly. yeah, totally. Yeah, him in totally. for pretty close to. That's free. why you don't trade for him. You don't claim him off waivers, right? You sign him to like a vet min or whatever it has to be. Nothing too crazy, and you don't waterboard him, and then you cut him. I mean, it's what Goody's done with all his moves. He's just throwing a lot of darts yeah. at the is board. He, there's there's two things. He's either going to be Rasul Douglas. Or he's going to be Quentin Dunbar. One's ass was grass after a week. The other one's playing and making plays. He's going to be Devondre Campbell or Jalen Smith. And no to waterboarding. Correct. I think that's banned now. Then, If you would like to try, I know how to do it. Rowdy, would you try it? Yeah, you sit down. Give me the water. <laughs> 